Sometimes, all I want to do is lie down and nap in the moss. Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark, and this episode was written by Joe Horn. There is a little place not too far from here that holds a rather special place in my heart, and I visit it as often as I can. While certain things form the cornerstones of a place, like bodies of water, geologic features like mountains or glacial erratics, or the dominant mix of trees, it is often the hidden wonders that make the place so dear. This location I speak of is certainly lovely for its crystal clear waters and stoic granitic peaks, but one particular little flower blooming right now captures the essence of the magical nature of this space for me. Rose Pagonia. This delicate little orchid seems perfectly at home on the moss-strewn banks of that clear, deep, cold water. Its leaves are so inconspicuous to the untrained eye that I completely missed this plant the first couple of years that I began making a habit of spending time in this particular woodland, despite the fact that my favorite swimming hole is only feet from its patch. It wasn't until I headed out to those cold waters one hot July day for a refreshing dip that I discovered, or better put, finally noticed, what had been in front of me all the while. An orchid in full stunning bloom growing out of a clump of sodden moss on the edge of the pond. The plants themselves were hardly more than thin green stems adorned with a few slender leaves, but atop sat a thumb-sized beauty, rose pink, coolly and silently stealing the show on that sweltering afternoon. Like all orchids, the rose pagonia is a monocot, and, being such, the flower is arranged along a rule of three. Three sepals, which protect the developing flower while a bud and add to the display when it is in full bloom, and three petals. Being an orchid, the upper two petals look fairly standard as far as flowers are concerned, but the lower petal extends down, is fanned out much larger than the others, and is adorned by all means of deeper shades of pinks, yellows, and whites, and is decorated along its margin with a fine, almost lace-like frill. Somewhere along the line, someone thought that this lower petal, called a labellum or lip, looked like a beard, and decided to give it the scientific name Pogonia, from the Greek for beard. The orchid family is a point of botanical intrigue. It is the second largest family of flowering plants, containing about 20,000 described species. For being such a large and diverse family, the individuals are quite elusive. They are often only found in rather secretive locations and rarely in great abundance. And as for foodstuff, of that gigantic plant family, only one holds any amount of economic importance, and we don't even derive any measurable nutrition from it. Vanilla. But here, in one of my favorite haunts, sits a handful of the delightful little pink orchids in a boggy little nook between a burned stump and a granite boulder. And in moments like that, it is hard not to be swept away by the immeasurable size of the universe and the incalculable statistical chances of my serendipitous encounter with this plant, and come to the fleeting conclusion that these flowers were placed here just for my own amusement and joy. But just as soon as that thought enters my head, I strip to my swim trunks and jump in the pond, for surely I have spent far too much time in the sun. But year after year, despite droughts, floods, deep freezes, and early thaws, this delicate little orchid appears like clockwork from its damp pocket deep in the Downeast Woods. So this weekend, you might head to your favorite boggy wonderland in search of the elusive rose pagonia or any of its other orchid relatives. If you do happen to find one, be sure not to pick it. 
While being able to tough it out in a wildly diverse climate and some of the most nutrient-poor conditions around, they are not very good at holding up to folks cutting them for flowers or transplanting them into their own gardens. If you do find one, leave it be, but remember where it is for next year and see if you can find it again at the same time. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.